You're listening to You've Got This, episode 365. Welcome to You've Got This, a weekly podcast for higher education professionals looking to increase their confidence and capacity for juggling the day-to-day demands of an academic life. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. On this episode, I'm going to unveil my 24 goals for 2024. Now, if you have been hanging around for a while, you know, I started working on this in like October because I always love to look ahead to the new year and it takes me a while to really nail down the kinds of goals that I want to have for a coming year. Now, the little wrench that got thrown into this, which I think is important to note, is I had some goals on my list um, for at least a couple of months that I was pretty sure about. But then at the very tail end of 2023, I was asked to take on some additional responsibilities at work for at least probably the first half of 2024. And these responsibilities are significant. Um, It's an interim leadership role over a part of our organization that is um, a part that I've worked with a lot, but is not super familiar to me. So um, that's that was a bit of a wrench to try to think about how could I continue to work towards some of these goals, but probably tone them down just a bit. Now, you know me, I kind of go, uh, I go hard with these things. I go harder, I go home. So you're still going to look at these and go, wow, these are ambitious, um, especially if you're adding on more work responsibilities. But just know there were some pretty significant things that did get removed that I'm going to be saving for uh, probably another year in the future, just because I wasn't sure I could commit uh, my time, my energy to those things this year. The other thing I decided to do this year with my annual goals, which I've done in the past, but not for a while, is to organize them around the concepts and principles of radical self-trust. Now, I will link to this in the show notes um, if you are unfamiliar with this concept or what it is, but this is something that I developed like way back. It's probably been six, five, six years um, since I've kind of started working with this taxonomy. And there are six main pieces of radical self-trust, six focus areas, and that's how I organized my goals this year. So those six focus areas are living core values with intention, nurturing superpowers, playfully experimenting, seeking self-knowledge, practicing loving kindness toward yourself and towards others, and then settling into my life's purpose. So when I started to think through these annual goals, in the light of these six areas, it did help me to find gaps. It did help me to move some things around. And I really appreciated having this as a way to kind of organize the goals that I had for the coming year. So as I walk through these goals, what you will hear is some familiar things. I'm definitely repeating things I've done in years past, uh, partially because of like this additional stuff I'm taking on at work. I am also uh, reserving four slots for my quarterly goals that kind of things that come up throughout the year that I'm not anticipating. So those are in here as well. So you're going to hear me talk through 20 different goals with four slots remaining to equal 24 goals for 2024. Starting with living my core values with intention. So I can link to a blog post where I talk about these in more detail from a couple of years ago, but my core values have been pretty steady for a while. They are radical self-trust, creativity, recovery, self-care, as kind of like slash recovery slash self-care, alignment, and holding space. And I also share some strategies for identifying your core values in a different podcast episode. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes as well, in case you're kind of wondering how to go about doing that. 
But I had three goals that I tied with my um, core values. One is to continue paying off our remaining mortgage. Now I am setting the goal of 25%. Um, I think last year it was 20%. As the number goes down, the percentage goes up in terms of what I'm trying to pay off. And this aligns with uh, the concept of radical self-trust, with alignment, and also with a sense of self-care because the more we pay down on our mortgage, the more financially secure I feel. The second goal in this area is to go on a self-designed business retreat, and this aligns with my values of creativity and alignment. And I think that I, I don't know much about what this will look like. I, there's a couple things I know I wanna focus on in the retreat, but in terms of like the timing of it, how long it will be, what it will entail, none of those details have been worked out yet. Um, but I think it's important for me to have some dedicated time to kind of focus in on the business this year. And there may be some things like reviewing business expenses and some kind of logistical stuff like that, but also thinking about kind of longer term, three to five year planning of what I'm trying to do as well. The third thing uh, that I'm adding to this section of my goals, which I'm super excited about, is I'm adding a weekly guided meditation option to the prolific events calendar. So I will be leading a guided meditation every week. And this is uh, connected to my values of creativity, holding space, and self-care. And this is something that, um, honestly, I wasn't sure if I would have the space to do it this year, but I'm pushing forward. I'm gonna do it because I think that it's something that is really important to my own kind of self-care practice as well. But also I think this year is gonna be a tough one for a lot of people. There's a lot going on around the world and having a space to kind of center and relax is gonna be super important. So I'm excited to offer that to the prolific community. The second area of radical self-trust is nurturing my superpowers. Now, what I mean by superpowers is areas where your strengths and your values overlap. And when I cultivate my superpowers, I become more of who I'm meant to be. I can offer more of my own unique contributions to the world. So this is kind of a way of like settling into yourself and uh, understanding kind of who you are and what you can offer. Now I can identify several different superpowers that I have, and a lot of them are happening at work um, in terms of how I engage with people at work and, and in my coaching and things like that. But I decided to put all of my reading related goals in this particular area because I wanna continue to focus on reading this year as an act of recovery and self-care. I know I'm going to need it because there's gonna be a lot going on. So all of my goals in this area are focused around reading. The first one is one I've done before, which is to read at least 24 books per month, 24 for 2024, and to try to hit 300 books throughout the year. Um, I do this, I, I get this question a lot. How am I reading this much? It's because I do a lot of audiobooks and I also spend a lot of time reading. I don't watch television, I don't have kids. All of those things create more time for me to be reading throughout the day. Um, I'm gonna link to Goodreads in the show notes so you can connect with me and see what I'm reading at any given time. I'd love to connect with you there. I also designed a monthly box set challenge where I plan to read a box set of books that I already own. And I've got at least 12, both digitally and uh, physical copies of these box sets that I wanna be working my way through throughout the year. And I think that's gonna be really fun. I put one series on my list this year for goals, and that is to read Val McDermott's Karen Peary series. This is a series that was recently made into an adaptation for like a television show, so I'm excited to dig into that. And right now that series is only seven books. So in the past I've had like massive series. I read a 27 book series last year, so I'm toning this part down, um, but really looking forward to diving into those. I'm going to keep up with posting my monthly TBR and TBR debrief videos on YouTube. So that is the fourth goal in this particular area. 
The fifth goal is to read 12 nonfiction books that I already own physical copies of. Now, I've really gotten away from reading physical books in the past couple of years. I read a lot digitally and I listen to a lot of audio, but that means that my physical copies of books are just kind of like getting dusty. So I want to uh, dust those off, bring them out and read at least 12 books that I already own physical copies of. And then my final goal in this area is to read a physical book in one sitting. Now, this is really a way to challenge myself to focus on a particular book and to just sit down and read the physical book in one setting. And I think that uh, it's been a while since I have done this and looking forward to that too. Okay, the next area of radical self-trust is playfully experimenting. And this is a way that I try to just keep myself energized through trying new things and stretching myself in new areas. And so I just have a couple of goals in this particular category. One is completely brand new and one is a repeat of something you've heard in the past. So the repeat of what you've heard in the past is to complete an alphabet reading challenge each month. This is when I choose a random letter from the alphabet and I pick five books from my Kindle that start with that letter. And this encourages me to read more books that I already own. And I just have a vast amount of books to choose from for most letters of the alphabet. And so it allows me to also have some kind of spontaneity with my reading as well. Now, the new thing I'm adding, which I will admit I'm kind of nervous about, but I'm going to do it, is to try climbing at an indoor rock wall. Now, I have always wanted to do this. I've loved seeing other people do this when they share like on social media, and I have just never gotten around to doing it. And it's kind of intimidating because it's very new. I've never done anything like it before, but I'm going to try to do it. And I think it's going to be really fun. Okay, the fourth area of radical self-trust is seeking self-knowledge. And this is something that I just love, love, love to do. This won't surprise you at all. I find that continually learning about myself gives me so much more clarity with my life's direction, with uh, what I'm trying to make decisions about. I have more peace with the decisions I'm making, both large and small on a day-to-day -day basis and in a broader way. So I love seeking self-knowledge. So first goal in this area is to return to a regular journaling practice. This is something that I got away from in I would say the past year or so because I have just been super busy and I, I'm not going to say it's a daily practice that I'm going to get back to because I did that for years and years and years, but I am going to get more back to a regular journaling practice, whatever that looks like for me. So I'm giving myself a little bit of grace here to figure out what this is, but I'm really, really looking forward to that. I'm also going to make a goal here to find a good therapist and attend at least six sessions. Now, I have not found a therapist since I have been here in Denver. I've had regular therapy in various cities that we've lived in, you know, throughout um, my, my life and my career. And I just think this year is going to be super stressful. And I'm just calling it early and saying I'm going to need some therapy <laughs> to help me figure out how to deal with that. So I have reached out to someone. I have booked my first session. We will see if this person is a good fit. Um, but I'm really looking forward to having this be kind of a practice of support for me as I head into uh, a lot of um, extra stuff at work this year. And also there's just a lot going on in the world. So looking forward to that. And then the third goal I put in this category is to add pieces to my wardrobe that align with my personal style. I feel like in the last several years, I've gotten a little bit more clear on what that personal style is. I've made like a Pinterest board to kind of help me see the kinds of things I'm looking for. I know the colors that I don't really want to dress in anymore. I have a better sense of what this is. And so this year I'm gonna just start to add pieces to my wardrobe and also cull things out of my wardrobe that I feel like are not a good fit for me. Okay, the fifth area of radical self-trust is to practice loving kindness toward myself and others. 
And I feel like there's a lot of areas where I am kind of pouring out um, aspects of myself to other people, both at work and in my business. And I know I can offer more to others when I take care of myself. So prioritizing my recovery time and my self-care is just a must this year. So I've put three goals in this area. One is to log 20,000 minutes in the Peloton app by the end of the year. Now, this was a goal I'd kind of informally set for myself this past year. And because I didn't really start to do this in earnest with the Peloton app until like late March, I just could not hit the goal. And that was completely fine. I was totally fine with that. But this year, since I'm starting in January, I'm going to try for it. And I'm going to see if I can do it. So what counts in the Peloton app is any classes that you take. But also if I do walking outdoors and I track it in the Peloton app, if I do meditation and any other kind of app, but I just track it in the Peloton app, all these kinds of things, yoga, I can count uh, toward these minutes. So this is really about like movement and meditation practices that I want to be tracking throughout the year. The second goal that I have in this area is to rewatch what I am calling nostalgic movies, and I want to rewatch at least 12 of them. So everybody's nostalgic movies are going to be very different. And when I read some of these off to my partner, he was like, really? Like he was kind of surprised at some of the things I had on my list. But a lot of these are like movies from the 90s or movies that I just have some kind of fond memory of that I haven't seen in a while. And what I have found is when I watch a movie, it really does allow me to check out and just kind of like pause and stop thinking about things that I'm stressing about. So I am going to add that to my list for this year. And then the next one I will acknowledge I'm kind of embarrassed about, but I'm just going to put it out there. Since we have moved to Denver, it's been over two years now, I have not found a regular dentist and I need to do that. So I am holding myself accountable by putting it on my goals list. I need to make sure I'm getting back to regular appointments with the dentist. So it's going on my goals list this year. And then the final area of radical self-trust is settling into my life's purpose. And a big component of what my life's purpose is, is of course, radical self-trust, but it's also helping people to create and engage in meaningful change. Now I do this through leadership, coaching, writing, things that I put into my blogs and my podcasts in terms of how I'm like modeling aspects of radical self-trust. All of those things are kind of included there, but I've chosen three goals that I wanted to put into this area for this next year. One is to cross the 1800 hour coaching experience mark in my coaching log. Um, I have about 100 hours to gather before I'm at that mark. And I would say that is a bit of a stretch goal, just given everything that I have going on. But um, it's also doable because I've done it in previous years. I also want to read four coaching related books. Now I'm going to define this pretty broadly in terms of like what I consider to be helpful to my coaching. So it may even be a book about something like resilience, but it's not specifically about coaching and that's fine. As long as I can kind of incorporate it into my coaching practice, I'm going to call that good. And then the last goal, which I am so, so, so excited about and also completely uh, not sure if I'm going to be able to do it, but I'm going to try is to write a nonfiction book this year. Now, I am wanting to play with, and I've been wanting to play with for a while, I could probably put this into my playfully experiment area as well, writing books that are not traditionally published. And I will say that as much as I have appreciated academic publishers and, and working with them, I don't always find them to be helpful. Like I feel like they're kind of... Um, they're kind of hoops that we need to jump through in the academic space. And I have jumped through those hoops like eight times now. And I'm now like wanting to experiment with other forms of publishing. Now, whether that eventually turns into like fiction publishing or other kinds of things, I could definitely see myself going in that direction. 
um, for now, I'm just really interested in kind of trying my hand at writing a nonfiction book that is not trying to be contracted with an academic publisher. Now, you might be asking like, ooh, what's the book about? I don't know yet. I'm still trying to figure that out. I have several ideas. And actually, one of my monthly goals for January is going to be to outline some ideas and try to narrow in on what exactly I want to be writing in 2024. But I've had these ideas floating around for quite some time where I have some content even that I could draw from. Um, but I haven't like taken the time to sit down and actually like outline and write the thing. So my goal for this particular goal, my, my kind of metric is to try to hit at least 50,000 words. Now, whether that will be a completed nonfiction book, I don't know. Um, that's a great question, but I'm going to try, I'm going to try to hit 50,000 words on a nonfiction manuscript and see how far I can get. Now, if you were counting, you will know that is 20 goals for 2024. And then of course I'm holding these four TBD goals for each quarter of the year and looking forward to seeing what might happen throughout the year of 2024 that I wanna to add to my list as well. Now, you know, I would love to hear if you have goals that you're setting for 2024, you can always reach out to tell me all about your goals and what you're trying to do this coming year. And of course, I will keep you updated through quarterly debriefs throughout the year about how things are going. And I look forward to letting you know about the progress I'm making on each of these annual goals. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of You've Got This. You can access show notes and transcripts for each episode at drkatylinder.com slash podcasts. If you found this episode helpful, please also consider rating and or reviewing the show through Apple Podcasts.